in progress. What is going on, everybody? This is Mike Hughes, and you're listening to Mike on the Mic, everything Chicago sports-related podcast. Today is not so Chicago. We're sitting here with F- FS1's finest. You may know him from The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard. You may know him from Undisputed with Shannon Sharp and, and um, Skip Bayless. You may know him from his ESPN days. I'm sitting here with a legend, someone who's amazing in his own work, and everything he does for Sp- Fox Sports is amazing. Rob Parker, how are you today? Mike, man, thanks for having me, buddy. How are you? Man, everything's good. I'm just chilling in the Windy City. I know it's still early over there, 7 o'clock for you. It's around 9.05 over here. Um, oh, and everybody's all excited. The Bulls are 4-0. And, oh, uh, we're living it. Championship and, <laughs> we're know, we're living it. Off to a good start. Yeah, we're living it up, man. I mean, we, we've been waiting a long time. You know, the Zach Levine stuff, we really didn't know what that trade was going to be like or, or what the front office was going to be. You know, we're really excited about it in Chicago. And, you know, being 4-0, and it's great. Um, but, again, we, we just really just want to see good basketball down the stretch. Um, but speaking about basketball, you know, um, we, we want to get it started right away. You know, the biggest story right now, and, and I'm not the biggest Ben Simmons fan, so we're going to avoid that altogether. Because to me, the biggest story still is Kyrie Irving. And Rob, I, I've heard Stephen A. Smith's opinion. I've heard Shannon. I've heard Skip. But I haven't been able to hear your opinion. I was curious, for you, um, where do you stand on the whole Kyrie Irving situation? And, and what do you see the outcome of that being for this season alone? I'm not so sure. I thought that he would uh, get the vaccination and join his team. I really did. And uh, now I'm not so sure. I don't think he's going to do it and couldn't miss the entire year. It would be a shame. I still think the Nets have a lot. They're they're a real deep team. And in the NBA, you just need two stars. And they got two stars. Right. You know, and KU is playing great so far. And um, James Harden. So they still have a shot to win a championship if those guys stay healthy. They probably would have won last year if they stayed healthy. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, Kyrie's got to make his own decision. I'm vaccinated. I, you know. Me too. We can just, we can talk about it to a blue in the face. Right. The only thing I'll say is, and not just Kyrie, but the people who are anti-vaccination are the same people who, when they get sick, they say they don't trust the doctors and they don't believe in the science but when they get sick the first place they run to is a hospital yeah and they want the vaccine right Right. i don't i just don't i i it doesn't make any sense to me right uh about you know and vaccine mandates are not new right like i've done a lot of reading there's all these stories out there that it was done george washington when he was in charge of the u.s army mandated vaccines right and you know, then they tried to make Kyrie, and he was like Muhammad Ali. Muhammad Ali did TV commercials for smallpox vaccination when mm-hmm. there was a smallpox epidemic. So what are people talking about? I think it's a false narrative. Right. And to fit what they want to push or their beliefs. And the other thing is, you know, they say, well, it ain't fair because, you know, you can't take my job away. No. Other people have a right to go to work and be safe. Right. And so, so you have a right. You don't have to take it. And you can go work at a job where they don't enforce it or they don't mandate it. Or you can fall, you know, fall in line with what most people. We all might compromise ourselves every day and make sacrifices every day for the greater good of society. Right. It ain't perfect. The government ain't perfect. 
Uh, are there side effects for some people? Yes. It, it, nothing's perfect. Right. But the alternative is not good enough. Mm-hmm. The alternative is to wait, let this thing ravage and kill hundreds of thousands of people and uh, millions of people and then figure it out? Come on, man. We can't do that. Right. I feel you. But here, here's here's where I kind of wanted to touch, too. Um, you know, we didn't get to talk about it pre-show, but it, it does tie into Kyrie and his vaccination status. I, I, I kind of found myself not watching First Take anymore. I found myself the way they're kind of making Kyrie that poster boy. You know what I mean? Like, you saw Wiggins act, re- change his status really quick on that once once they started just completely ripping him. Because, um, you know, his game doesn't really help his case. But, um you know, so he, got, he took the vaccination even though he prior wasn't going to. But with Kyrie, I, I noticed with guys like Stephen A. Smith and many others, I feel like for years they've, they've just been kind of balling Kyrie. Um, and, and I kind of wanted to ask you from this status, you know, I, I see it every single year, Mental Health, Mental Health Awareness Month. Um, you know, Kyrie Irving is in this point of his life where we understand, you know, the loss of his grandfather, the loss of Kobe Bryant and Gianna Bryant, which was tragic. Um, he's going through all of this stuff. Do you feel like the media itself isn't really doing a service to Kyrie by kind of blackballing him and, and just not? asking the questions to why he acts the way he does. We're very quick to judge people on why they make the decisions they do. We're very quick to judge guys like Ben Simmons, Kyrie Irving, and many others, but we never ask why Kyrie, you know, takes those moments away from the team and why he's having those issues. You know, we we speak to guys like Dennis Rodman years later, and Dennis will tell you he was going through mental issues. He was going through mental traumas and, and things that were going on through his life. Do you feel like it's not out of pocket, but just somewhat unprofessional the way that Kyrie's media status has been handled? No, I I really don't. I don't look at it that way. I just think that, you know, people jobs or, or if, if, if we don't have access or you don't express yourself, right. Then that gives us a license to have to try to guess or figure it out. That's what we're here for. Right. Do you understand what I'm saying? No. Yeah. I hear you. Now, if you, if Kyrie wants to sit down, the best way to find out, is to hear it from his own mouth. Right. See, when you don't do that, then, then the other people who cover you have to figure it out. Right. And it doesn't mean that we're right. We're guessing. We're right. trying to figure out why these things aren't going. Right. And for Kyrie, there's just been a lot of other stuff that's, you know, that, that's been out there. So I think that's why Kyrie's in the situation that he's in where people go, well, it wasn't this before. It was he's missing time with the team. Right. And nobody knows why. And before that, it was uh, the bronze stuff. He doesn't, go, he doesn't want to go to the bubble, right? Okay. Then it was, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, so always, it's just an ongoing thing, right? It's not like everybody jumped on him because he doesn't want to get a vaccine. No one's saying that he has to, right? But he also doesn't have to play when the rest of the league is ninety-eight percent vaccinated, right? So now if the league was 50% vaccinated, then he'd have a bigger argument. Exactly. Right. So so I just think that we all sacrifice. We all have to make sacrifices. So it's not, basketball is not that important to him. Right. Not important enough. And I don't, I'm not mad at him for sticking to his guns. Right. And, and I just think I, I hate to see such a talented player lose a season and potentially watch his teammates win a championship when he could have been a part of it. That's right. And, and the way I look at it, you know, I'm fully vaccinated. I have a niece. I have a grandma. I have a bunch of people that I'm – I really did it not only for myself but for others as well. Um, but, well but that's what it is, though. What you right. just said 
is really it's not just about you. Right. It's about coworkers and other people around you. Can you imagine you, you giving something to somebody and they take it to their grandmother and they die or they have right. health issues or underlying medical issues or you have a, a young child and that child has something that right. you bring, that, that that's really But here what here's the question for you though, Rob. It it really is, you know, it, it Kyrie kind of made a point about it. Um, and we saw it with Jalen Brown the other day. You know, a couple weeks ago, Jalen Brown contracted COVID nineteen in the Boston uh in their facility, and and all of them were vaccinated. Now, Kyrie and guys like that are trying to make it to a point where you're saying, well, we're all vaccinated and people are still getting it, and that's why I shouldn't. And and personally, I kind of take that as. I don't know how to feel about it because I, I understand what he's saying to where, you know, the vaccine isn't a cure and, and, and we're not all safe. But no, I think it's the no, precaution. But, but, but what's being missed is the difference is, is the precaution. It, not only that, 99 percent of the new cases of people in hospitals are unvaccinated. Right. So you can get COVID, but the symptoms are bad to the point where you have to be hospitalized. It doesn't mean you can't get it. Right. But, but it's about the ramifications of it. Right. The people in the hospitals, you know, and, and can't breathe and, and having issues are unvaccinated. Yeah. Very few people who are vaccinated have to go to the hospital when they when they get it. That's right. the difference. Right. That's, so that's cool. so for Kyrie's situation, if he gets vaccinated at any point in time, and obviously this is a very broad statement, it's so early on in the year, where do you place the Nets right now, especially with the way Ben Simmons looks like he's not going to be playing with the team and the way that the Lakers are off to a rough start? I think the Nets are going to win the NBA championship. I mean, I, I just, with or without Kyrie, right. I just believe they have too much talent. Look at their roster. If, if Kevin Durant wore size 14 last year, Milwaukee would have been knocked out. Right. No, man. I was, I was actually, I was actually at that game. It was, it was insane to watch. I thought he knocked it down. Right. That would have been an awesome shot. Yeah. Knock him out. And then his foot's on the line. Rob, you should have seen me. I had the three in the air with my boy and we were standing there just waiting for the call. And it, it was the craziest replay I think anyone's ever seen. Right. Right, oh, yeah. but you know we're sitting here and we're talking about championships. We're talking about guys winning. We're talking about crazy COVID stuff that it, you know it just always brings it down. Um, to talk football, we're looking at a seven and O team right now in the Arizona Cardinals. You know now we find out today tying in the COVID. Devontae Adams is out. He's not going to be playing. Aaron Rodgers does not have a weapon um, offensively, a, a legitimate weapon going into this week other than Aaron Jones. Um, so. To make to make it less of a broad question, when you look at contenders versus pretenders, who are your top three teams right now you're looking at and saying, these are the guys going into the playoffs, regardless of how they got there, whether it be wild card, whether it be because one team you know had injuries, who are the top three teams you're looking at and saying these guys can make a serious run? Well, I mean, you got I, I like Baltimore a lot. Kansas City's falling off that list for me. Yeah. Sound. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's the Rams. I'm not convinced of them with Matthew Stafford. I have to see him win some big games. Right. He hasn't won big games in his career. He's put up a lot of numbers, but he's done that his whole career, even right. with a bad Lions team. I think the Packers are always going to be involved because of Aaron Rodgers. And you have Tampa Bay. So um, Tampa Bay being the defending champs, they're 6-1. and one. Packers are 6-1, and one, right? Uh, yeah. 6-1. One. Yeah. 
And what else did I say? Baltimore lost its second game to Cincinnati. Right. Teams like Cincinnati and the Chargers and some of these other teams that are playing really well, I'm just not there yet. Right. And then, and then Arizona, I didn't even mention them 7-0. Mm-hmm. So it would probably be Arizona uh, would be one of those teams. Baltimore, uh, Tampa Bay, the Packers. I mean, those are the teams – um, and the Rams, like right. those five teams right now would be my top right. five and buy and have a chance at a Super Bowl. And, and here's my thing. I, I wish I wish we were in a situation where we could talk about my Bears, but when the word contender is in it, they are far from it. Um, so bad, and I it, think it's bad. Wanted Justin Fields in there, and I'm just not so sure he's ready. And right. It's a shame. My thing, my thing with that, just just to brush on it really quickly, is I feel like the personnel and the offensive line weren't right for Justin Fields going into this year. Uh, we got our wish. We wanted to see him play, um, but now we just pray that every single game that he plays, he doesn't get injured because Matt Nagy keeps him in the entire game. You know, we were getting blown out yesterday. I don't know if you caught it, Rob. 38 to 3 and this kid's still in the game. Why Andy Dalton or Nick Foles weren't suited up? I've been saying it for years over here if you've ever heard of my podcast. Uh it, we do we are not a fan of Matt Nagy and his decision making over here. But back to the conversation, I agree with you about the Rams. I'm a big Matthew Stafford fan. Obviously, he's been in my division for the majority of my upbringing. Um, but the biggest thing for me looking at it is I've never truly seen this man finish a season healthy. And it's not just always the offensive line. You know, it's it's finger injuries, it's hamstring injuries, all this other stuff. So it's not that I don't think the Rams can't do it. It's the fact that I don't know if Matthew Stafford's going to be fully available come playoffs or what that's even going to be like because we've never really seen him at that stage. But for you, you know, you mentioned the Ravens. Um, I, I think that's a great, great, um, you know, comparison to where you see a team that's ready and, and a team that offensively, other than the running backs, are, are relatively healthy mo- the majority of their career. But, we, but we've seen like uh, 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 Lamar take another step. Right. You know, he came back from 11 down in Kansas City. They beat the Lions in a game that they should have had no business winning. Mm-hmm. And Lamar completed a fourth and 29 pass, you know, to set up the field goal. Right. And um, they won some games where you look and go. And then what was the other game where you had the 442 uh, passing yards? Oh, um, that was – I forget who it was against, but it, it was a hell of a game. And it was without Bateman. It was about, it was right. without a bunch of guys. So, so, so you're seeing like those kind of win. Now, they got their butts kicked. They did. They did. So we, 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 it happens. Right. But they're going to be something to be reckoned with because you'll have to – Pick your poison. What are you going to do with if Lamar's able to throw the ball and he's taking that next step? So uh, they're they're definitely going to be in the mix for uh, a chance at a Super Bowl. Right, and and I don't want to keep you for too much longer. I know you're a busy guy. Um, I do got one final question for you though, and it ties into the Lamar stuff. If Lamar Jackson can make a deep playoff run, you know, we're talking so much about guys like Justin Herbert, Tom Brady, over 600 career touchdowns, always will be the undisputed goat in my opinion um, at the quarterback uh, position. If I, I I still have uh, Joe Montana as the goal. You got Joe. I I could respect Joe. I could respect it. Touchdowns, no picks, won three MVPs, uh, two of the two of the four Super Bowls that he won. He needed a touchdown at the end of the game to win the game, not yeah. a field goal. And he won two with Jerry Rice and two without Jerry Rice. I, I could respect I, it. I, the rest the resume is unbelievable. Right. And, if I would have gotten that ball at Tom Brady, that uh, 600, uh, 600 uh, touchdown, oh, ball, yeah. 
I, I would have deflated it first, and then I would have given it back. Oh, Rob. <laughs> Rob. You can't do that now. But it, listen, here's my thing, though. With Lamar Jackson potentially, you know, not only showing us that I can throw 350 to 400 yards a game consistently and, and being that guy that st is still so mobile and one of the best athletic quarterbacks in the league right now, if he can make a, pl uh, a deep playoff run, where do you rank Lamar realistically in the quarterback range right now? Oh, I mean, he won a unanimous MVP. He was in the top four or five. He, I, I think like a couple of weeks ago, I was saying he was the best quarterback in the AFC after that monster game and what he's been able to do. He took a step back yesterday, but he's one of the top quarterbacks. Mahomes is going the other way yeah. with all the turnovers and sloppy play. And um, Then you got the you family know, stuff going on. Is He's losing a lot of fans real fast. Yeah, it's well, it's crazy. It's right, crazy. right. Uh, but uh, yeah, no, Lamar's right up there. I mean, it, he's just a different quarterback. You don't know. You don't know how to play him. You know, right. it's not. He's not your traditional passer, or Aaron Rodgers, or that kind of guy. But he's dangerous, and uh, he can make things happen. He's fun to watch. Right. Well, thank you for coming on the show today, Rob. Thank you for taking the time out of your day. Uh, if you do want, you know, I, it's all up to you. If you do want to tell the people where they could find you, what times you have your shows on, it's all the floor is yours. The best thing to do is to go to GetRob.com, G-E-T-R-O-B-B-E-D, GetRob.com. Everything's there, you know. If you want to buy merch, if you want to know, what, you know, what I'm going to be on next, the radio show, my column for deadspin.com, anything like that, check it out. And Mike, best of luck to you and your career and things you want to do. And I appreciate you having me as a guest. All right, brother. Thank you again for coming on the show. All right, Mike. All the best. You too.